All right. Good morning, Anissa. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for being on this podcast this morning because your story is actually a very powerful one. And um, I'm, I'm happy that you're still here to tell it because I know that a lot of women need to hear it. And um, I just appreciate you and being so open and brave for, for sharing everything that has happened. So go, so tell me a little, tell the listeners actually a little bit about your background and your story. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, Well, I am the daughter of a Vietnam vet. I am a two-time rape survivor. I was also married to an active duty military member, and he um, deployed over three times. Uh, I've lost a child. I've, um, I know trauma and PTSD intimately um, due to, you know, these things that have happened. Um, and, you know, as I sit here and say all of it, I almost feel like my life is like a Hallmark movie. I just need to have a dog and lose my job. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty sad but uh, so that's a little bit about me and the struggles that I've been through um, yeah. it's a lot to take in and yet I'm still here I'm kind of like a bad penny I just keep showing up um, well, that's good. And we, it's hard to keep showing up, especially when you go through so much. It's like, sometimes you just want to just give up and say, I can't do it anymore. But you seem to, you're still laughing, you're still smiling, but I know deep inside it's you've been through so much. So how did you do that? How did you get through all that? Well, um, so obviously talk therapy. Um, talk therapy has been a big part of what I've done. Um, I've also taken meds. I'm currently on meds. I'll probably be on meds for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that. I, you know, I realized that I have a chemical imbalancement in my body and these medications really help to, um, you know, uh, level off the playing field for me. So I'm great, you know, with having meds. I'm great with talk therapy. I'm from New York. Everybody has a therapist. (laughs) Um, So there's no shame in having a therapist. Um, But really what what saved me was my yoga mat. Hmm. And I had no idea that, you know, it would be my savior. Well, first, I just want to interrupt you really quick because you know what? Thank you for saying, thank you for talking about the medication. It's so hard sometimes to even tell people that we take medication because they judge you and they look at you like you're crazy and you're not. So it is absolutely okay to take medication. So thank you so much for saying that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I know that I would be crazy if I didn't. Right. So, (laughs) and like I said, you know, it's just a chemical imbalancement and, um, you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Better living through chemistry. Yeah. I understand that. I understand that. So, (laughs) so yeah, um, I started taking teacher training classes for yoga and the whole thing was 
I didn't want to go to somebody's class. I didn't want to be on anybody else's schedule. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to keep myself safe. And this is before they had online anything. Mm -hmm. So I started taking teacher training classes. I never had any ambition to teach. It was Mm -hmm. only going to be just for me. I was about halfway through my first class and I realized, ooh, you know, yoga is for me, it's a gift. And teaching wouldn't be so much as teaching as it would just be sharing this gift. And within a month of me finishing that class, I had two job offers. And so I thought, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something here. So I jumped into it. And with that, I started taking more teacher training classes. I had kind of gotten the bug. And we were stationed here at Fort Riley, Kansas. And um, home of the Big Red One. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I was with them. (laughs) And so uh, I was like, you know, we know so many people in the military. Obviously, we were military. Um, I live here in the belly of the beast. We have, you know, units coming and going all the time. Um, this is going to be a problem in my community. I should really take uh, Yoga Fit had a training course called Warriors, and it's totally for military based on PTSD and TBIs. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to take this, this course and um, see, you know, what I can learn so I can help my community. I was about halfway through the first day and I realized that the person I needed to work on first was me. Hmm. I realized that my own PTSD had crawled into the nooks and crannies of my life and was really holding me back from living the life that I really wanted to live. Now, at that point, I was um, probably about 22 years past my first rape. And I really thought I had a a good handle on it until I took this class and I was like, oh, (laughs) look at me doing this. Look at me doing that. The class offered me um, science-based information, which I found fascinating. Hmm. Everything is science-based. Yoga is science-based. I hate to burst everybody's bubble, but (laughs) yoga is totally science-based. Wow. When you add to it all of um, the brain stuff, you know, the, the um, neuro stuff and everything else we learned about, PTSD actually happens first in the body than it does in the brain. It, it actually occurs in the body itself before it manifests as a mental health condition. And when mm. I learned all of the science behind all of this, You know, it was like, you know, the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Why wouldn't I be on my mat? And so that really sparked me being on my mat more. Me learning this entire different genre, if you will, of yoga. And so here I am. I'm now a certified yoga therapist. I work primarily with those who have PTSD, trauma-related issues, anxiety, depression, and those with TBIs. That is so interesting because I 
you know, I never really dug into all that. And I, I didn't know. I, I'm going to have to go and and read more. I, I, I tried yoga years ago and I heard in places I didn't think I could. And I was like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. Why is it so hard to stretch this way? And then, but I've been running into more people that do it. Eat my friends from high school or sharing it on Facebook. And I'm like, wow, why do they, why do they do that? And why, why is it so fun? But I think I'm going to have to try it again because there's obviously a reason why people are doing it and why I keep running into people who are doing it. So yeah, that's interesting to me. Do you now do you do anything online? Do you offer anything online right now or is it just all in person? Actually, I'm moving my entire business online and I will be launching in the new year. I will be launching a membership where women, I primarily work with women who um, are like me, Mm -hmm. who are um, rape, child, you know, molestation, um, Mm. incest, sexual assault victims. And it's going to be a membership directly just for them. What I was looking at was for women like me, there's no real community, if you will. Mm-hmm. So AA and, and places like Weight Watchers, community is part of their journey. Yeah. And it's a huge part of their journey. We don't have a place to, to call home. We don't have a community. And so I wanted to create a community along with the yoga therapy and other holistic things that you can do that can help. So that, that's, that's really a, an amazing thing because I, I don't, yeah, I don't see that we all keep that hidden. I mean, I, I don't normally talk about when I was molested at nine because it's just, how do you bring that up into a topic? You don't, unless you meet somebody else and then you start talking and then it's like, oh my gosh, I've been there too. It's just something that I blocked out in the back of my mind. Um, I'm just curious, really curious. And how, what is it about yoga? Is it the meditation? Is it the, I don't know. Like, I, I'm curious to know what is it that has helped you? Well, there's a lot of different things that <laughs> about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Boy, that's, a, that's an open-ended question. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I'm sorry. I didn't know how to word that right. I'm just, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so yoga is trapped in the body. Right. And so, you know, talk therapy and medications are wonderful things, Mm -hmm. but they're not the only thing. Talk therapy and meds, you know, really deal with the mind, but there's this whole other part of you. You're not just your brain. The body traps the trauma on a very cellular level. And there are scientific ways that we can utilize yoga to release that trauma from your body. And you have to release the trauma from your body if you really want to see full healing. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean you're going to be the person you were before? No, because you're different. Yeah. That being said, you could feel more like yourself. 
you can feel more confident. Um, you could feel easier in your skin, you know, feel comfortable in your skin again because you're releasing this trauma from your body. Mm-hmm. The other thing that the yoga therapy does is it connects the brain to the body. And that's one of the main things, you know, in yoga, you have to be present. You cannot be thinking about your grocery list or picking up the kids in 45 minutes or, you know, if you have depression, depression wants to, and PTSD wants to bring you back into the past. Anxiety wants you to live in the future. You're worried about what's going to happen. But for that hour that you're on your mat, you have to be present. If you're not, you're, you're probably going to fall over. Yeah. For folks like us with PTSD and TBIs, it's really hard to be present. Yeah. And so it creates a time where you are, in fact, present. And the brain starts to reconnect with the body. One of the things that PTSD does is it disconnects the brain from the body. And yoga means actually to yoke, to bring together. And one of the things that it does very naturally is bring the, the mind back in line with the body. Oh. Okay. That's so deep and just so interesting to me. I, I, it really, uh, it makes me want to get a mat out and figure out how to do all this. <laughs> like I, I know downward dog and, and there's some stuff, but I, I think I really need to focus on just being present in that moment. Because when I try that, uh, when I try out yoga, all I'm thinking about is, oh my God, I can't stretch this way. I cannot move this. I get frustrated. But I think just being able to be present and focusing on the mind, the body, and just, I think that's a whole different level. And I need to learn to do that. And I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know how to do that. What, it, for those who haven't tried yoga, what would you recommend? Just go and just find a, find a place that you feel comfortable and just do it or, you have to mentally prepare yourself. What do you recommend? I do not recommend that you just go out to your local yoga studio and take a class. Yeah. Imagine yoga is a big old pie. There's all these slices of pie within the pie. Um, There is fitness-based yoga. And so in that you have, you know, things like Ashtanga and uh, vin yoga, uh, kundalini yoga, all these different types of hot yoga. You know, there's um, co-ed naked yoga. If you're in New York, you can take that. You know? Oh, I gosh, mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that down dog? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Not comfortable with that. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. But it exists. Yeah. It exists. <laughs> there's something for everybody. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so one of those slices of pie happens to be yoga therapy. And within that yoga therapy slice, we have all different slices. Um, There are some of us who are yoga for cardiac rehab, yoga for cancer, yoga for MS, yoga for Parkinson's. My, you know, specialty is yoga for PTSD and trauma. And so that's what I'm specially trained to do. I know how to keep everyone in that room safe. You know, if you are to have um, a trigger, 
if you were to have some sort of an episode, I know how to keep you safe, me safe, and everyone else in the room safe. Hmm. If you go to your local, you know, yoga studio around the corner, whoever the teacher is, they're going to be very well versed in how to teach that particular class. But they're not going to be versed in how to keep everyone safe if you have a PTSD trigger in the middle of class. Unless, of course, they do what I do. Right. You know, again, they're very well trained to do what they do. And and that's great. But you have to, you know, you wouldn't go to a dentist to have braces put on. Right. You'd go to an orthodontist. Right. And so I would recommend, I mean, obviously look me up and, you know, I would love to be able to help people. Um, or you can go to the website. It's called IAYT, the International Association of Yoga Therapists. And you can look up there and find a certified yoga therapist in your area that you can go and see. Oh, wow. Okay. It wouldn't be fair to walk into a regular class just in case you have an episode or you have an emotional letdown or what have you on your mat. Again, we're taught how to keep everyone safe, how to handle things like that. That's not to say it'll happen. It may not happen. Yeah. But it's still... But you certainly don't want to be... You don't want to be triggered on your mat. No, absolutely not. And that's very interesting because you are right. You can't... I I never realized how many types of yoga there was. Years ago, it was just a local yoga class. Now there's so many different specialties. I had no idea. So people do need to know that. They need to know that depending on what they want to go to yoga for, there's a specialty for that. So I, that's, wow. Could you tell me that website one more time? I-A-Y-T. Okay. International Association of Yoga Therapists. Okay. That's amazing. I had no idea. I can't wait until you launch your your specific one because I know that there is a lot of us out there that didn't know and that absolutely want that. So I'm excited. I wow. I'm I'm really just mind blown right now. I didn't. Re- I had no idea how many types of yoga there was. Oh, I just barely scratched the surface. <laughs> there are tons. There is something for everyone, which is great, right? you know, and there's the fitness based and then there is the, the therapeutic. And so there's something for everyone. You just need to find, uh, what really, you know, you want to work on and then shop around. Yeah. I think for me, especially the, um, person who is running the class, guiding the class plays a lot a part in whether you like the class or not. Yeah, that's true. And I usually tell people, you know, come take like five classes with me. And after five classes, you're going to know whether you like me enough to want to stay or you want to go find someone else. And if they decide to go find someone else, I'm totally cool with that because as long as they're getting their needs met, that doesn't, it doesn't have to be from me. But that they feel empowered enough that they can say, okay, this just isn't for me. I'm going to go find somebody else. Yes. And so your, yours is specifically for women. Now, yes. how, 
you know, I, there are going to probably be some male men out there who might be interested, but um, might want, you know, a, a male instructor. How does is that website good to find, you know, different different instructors as well? Like if they just want to be with men or, you know, not comfortable. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. This is really, this is really amazing. But you have to keep us updated on when you launch and your website, you have your own website. I do www.traumahealingyoga.com. Okay. And so we could find everything on there for you. I Yes. In fact, I offer two Facebook groups and they are absolutely free. And one is for just um, men and women, you know, generalized PTSD. I have some military folks in that group. And then I also have a, women, a, a group just for women who have been sexually assaulted. And so there's two different groups that you can join uh, right now you know, really working on the women's group because that's getting, you know, the membership's getting ready to launch. Um, but then I will probably in the future be launching another membership for both men and women with PTSD. That's great. I think we need that. There's just so many people out there that are still struggling to speak about it, but when they do, they want to find that community, that tribe, that they feel comfortable with enough to talk about it. And I think that's going to be really helpful. Oh my gosh. I've just learned so much today. My mind is blown. I want to go do all the things and read it all, all about it. This is so crazy. Um, I think I'm going to try yoga again. And so you have me convinced. That's wonderful. Yes. I, I really think I need something else because I have not done anything really physically just you know, I, after my car accident, I was just learning how to walk again. And I, I kind of gave up. I would just do little weights here and there based off what the doctor told me. But I knew in my mind that I was missing something else. I was so depressed. Like, I can't do anything. I'm always hurting. And I really think I needed to find something else to bring me back. And I think this might be the answer as much as I I lean, I was so against it. I was like, I cannot do yoga. I just can't do it. But I think after today, I'm feeling a little bit of peace about it. I, I think I'm ready. So thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so glad to hear that. I think one of the big things that I try to really impress upon people is that, you know, when you're, you're in your healing journey, get a notebook. And write down everything that you've tried, you know, the date, the time, who you were with, uh, who the instructor was, or, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and then write about it. Did it, did it, did you like it? Did it work for you? Did it help? What, what didn't you like? You know, whatever. And then in six months, 12 months, 18 months, whatever, go back and try it again. Because you're a different person at that point. And because it didn't work for you once, it doesn't mean it won't work for you again at a different point in your journey. Very true. So you have to keep trying and trying and trying. Your individual healing journey is yours. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not a one size fits all thing. And what works for me may not work for you. And that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're going to find that, you know, crab is your thing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. But you got to keep trying stuff. You have to figure out what works. That's so true. Well, now that I know all the different levels of yoga, I, that's just astonishing to me. I, like I said, I had no idea. So I'm really curious to, to see all that. And I'm hoping that other listeners out there too, that they don't, if you thought that yoga was just a one, one type of class thing, obviously there's so many out there. So we need to go try it all to find out what's best. And I, and I really think the the journal is a great idea because often we just push that in the back of our mind and say, Nope, not doing that again. But why, why don't you want to do that again? What, how did it make you feel? And then, like you said, in six, 12, 18 months, go back. And if it makes you feel that way again, okay, try something else. But at least we, we didn't just give up one and done. Cause I, I, I know that I've done that before. I'm guilty of it. Did it one time. I'm good. Maybe I should try it one more time. What what what's it gonna hurt? Because I'm a totally different person than last year. So I think that's that's very helpful for for everyone. And also too to remember that this is a lifelong marathon. This is not a sprint. You know we're always going to be healing. Yeah. And we're always a work in progress. That's very true. It is. It's a it's a self-healing journey that's not it it takes a while everybody heals in a different way for a different amount of time there you cannot tell someone oh you should be good by now no that's that's not the answer you don't tell somebody that because we all heal in different times at different times in different ways so that's really important to know yes there is no timetable on this there isn't and we have to keep educating people on that, I think, because if you don't understand it, then you can't, you know, you just can't tell somebody you should, you're good now, or it's, it's been a year. Well, yeah, it's been a year. It's been six, 12. It doesn't matter. It's still, it's still uh, a part of you and you're just trying to be a better person from it. So. And I think it really has to start from within. I think that we have to, give ourselves that permission because I think we always get frustrated. You know, why aren't I over this? Why is this still happening? Why am I being triggered? Why? And we, we really need to cut ourselves some slack. That is very true. Yes. Thank you for that. That is very true. We are so hard on ourselves. We really are. I got triggered from my first rape uh, last January and it, was at that point like 27, 28 years. Oh my goodness. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like how in the world, after all this time, I'm being triggered. And, and it was a major trigger. And I was able to sit down and what I realized is I was like, all right, you know, I put my clinician hat on and I said, okay, what is this telling me? So I took it to my therapist and we unpackaged it and we actually did some EMDR around it. And for the first time, I felt some real peace around the whole episode. And he said to me, you know, because of the way the brain works and the way the memories are recorded, you might very well get triggered again by something. Hmm. 
but you bring it back. We're going to unpackage it. We'll do some EMDR around it. And then you'll have some peace. I think that especially with triggers, we really, um, we get angry. Yeah. Why is this happening? This is such an interruption, you know, and of course, when you're in the moment, you don't know, you know, what's up or down. I think that we have to use triggers as breadcrumbs Hmm. and take it back to our therapist, have them help us unpackage it, understand. And that's because of the way the brain records a memory. And it's true. I, I could still be triggered by something that happened 28 years ago mm-hmm. could very easily happen. But I knew I was safe. I knew I was okay. And as long as you realize in that moment, you're safe, you're okay. And you're able to keep yourself as present as possible. And then take this newfound knowledge and go with to somebody to help unpackage it. That is great advice. That is so hard to do sometimes because that trigger just gets you and you start panicking and you can't breathe and you don't know what to do. But I think as as long as you can realize that you're safe at that moment, then that that just makes a difference. And that's, wow. Yeah. And I think it is very important to bring that to somebody that can help you, a, a therapist, because I think we try to fix it ourselves and that doesn't help all the time. No, <laughs> I, I tried that. <laughs> I'm guilty. I'm guilty too. The way the, the brain records a memory is really fascinating. Um, it separates it out within the five senses. So the hearing goes to one place. The visual goes to another place. The smell goes to a different part of the brain. All all of these different parts get cut up and put into different parts of the brain. And then when you recall a memory, what's supposed to happen is that you recall it and all of those parts come back together. Unfortunately, with PTSD, that doesn't always happen. Wires get crossed, things get scrambled, and you get an incomplete memory. Well, the brain doesn't like an incomplete memory. And so it offers you information that it thinks might have happened to complete the memory. So a lot of times a situation that, you know, created trauma isn't actually as bad as we think it was. And that's because the brain was trying to help us out there and it didn't do very well. The other thing you have to remember is that that's why All of a sudden, you're walking down the street, you smell something, and boom, you get triggered. That's because that little piece was hanging out there, and all of a sudden, it got recalled back into the correct memory. Hmm. And that's why a smell, a sound, can can trigger you. Again, this is all science. This is, you know, this is not voodoo, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Um, this is all science-based. It makes sense. It really does. But these triggers are giving us breadcrumbs and if we can embrace them, they suck. (laughs) I mean, there's no other way around it. Triggers suck. But if you're able to stay in the moment, use your five senses. You know, what am I feeling right now? 
what am I seeing? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? Uh, if you can keep yourself present and using those five senses and then take whatever it was that triggered you and go back to your therapist and package it with them, you're going to be able to peel another layer off this onion and really find some peace. Does it suck? Yeah, nobody likes to do it. It's the hard work. But what it feels like on the other side is so much better. So do the work. Absolutely. That, that is actually a really good reminder. We need to, we need to be able to have to, to, to know that we have to work towards that. We can't just par- be paralyzed and, and, and think that it's, it's never going to get better. I, yeah, that's, that's really good advice. I'm sitting here trying to process it all. I'm like, man, I wish I would have known this 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Uh, but, you know, now that I know it, it's, it's just, a, it's another beginning, you know, start again. And it's, I really hope that whoever listens to this really thinks about that because it is, it, there is, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to do some research and talk to people and it'll all work out. When I was working with the military here at Fort Riley, what I found is that, you know, soldiers would get the diagnosis, you know, you have PTSD or you have a, a TBI mm-hmm. and okay, but nobody explained to them, how did that happen? Yeah. And what does that right. mean? Nobody under, you know, no one told them the science behind it. And I think that when you understand the science behind it all, then you're able to really look and say, okay, what's going to do, what's going to work for my healing journey? Yes. How am I going to heal my whole self? You know, here in the Western world, how do we treat trauma and PTSD? We throw talk therapy and meds at it, which are great, but it's not the only thing you have to do. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So it's frustrating for me to see, you know, they don't teach PTSD in schools. They don't, nobody tells you about it. No, it's that. And in fact, we haven't even, we have not even gotten into it. So maybe for another time we could actually go into, you know, that science behind it. Um, Yes. Because it's, it's fascinating. And I think when people really understand the nuts and bolts behind it, then they're like, oh, that's why I act like that. Oh, I didn't even realize that was a symptom of it. That is, and things that like is that. So true. Let's do that. We're going to do a part two of this, you guys, because that I didn't know. They just tell you, okay, this is what you have. <laughs> and then, and then you, okay, all right. And then I had to just choose how to live the rest of my life. Like, um, well, I guess I'll figure it out. But those who have severe PTSD or TBI, they don't know what to do. That's okay. Now that's, that's me. And what do I do next? We don't know. We don't know. So mm-hmm. part two. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm excited to, to hear more about that because I, I want to know, and I know a lot of people want to know, but oh my gosh, thank you so much, Anissa. 
I'm I've learned so much today and I, I really think I'm I'm excited to to try this out. I, I think I need it. Well, how's about this? In the meantime, before we do part yes. two, why don't you and I do an online class? Yes, I would love it. And that way you can talk about it in our part two as well, because I would love to hear your feedback. That would it. be fantastic. Really. I'm excited. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm excited. That's great. <laughs> Yay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, Anissa and I are going to go talk and figure out what to do next because I'm excited now. And we will come back with another episode with her. So thank you so much for your time, for all this knowledge. I'm really just my brain hurts because I'm like, wow, just, just wow. <laughs> but in a good way. So... <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for letting me get this message out there. I want to really touch as many people as possible. I think it's important information that nobody gets. So thank you. Thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.